Do you want to know more about the U.S. immigration law and how it works? Not only that, but through a real immigration lawyer? If so, you're in the right place. For anyone interested in immigration law as it applies to the U.S. and how to solve real problems, this podcast is for you. If you're in a relationship with somebody from another country and thinking about taking it to the next step, or if you're in a relationship with someone in the U.S. illegally and don't know what to do, we provide the answers. Hi, I'm Joanna and your host for Immigration Law with Montana PC. They've hired me to produce this show for you, and everything that I'm going to provide is checked and verified by a licensed immigration attorney. So previously, we provided a 10,000-foot helicopter overview on what an immigration lawyer does. We explained that one of the most common procedures for immigration lawyers is to help with citizenship. Well, today we're going to fill in the blanks with some details. Perhaps you thought you had to be born here to become a U.S. citizen, or you knew that there was another path, a process called naturalization, but thought that that was the only other method besides being born here. The reality is there are four methods with which somebody can become a U.S. citizen if they are not born in the U.S. So we're going to dive into that today and talk about those four methods. So let's talk about U.S. citizenship. One of the most common requests that immigration lawyers get is to help people with United States citizenship. Well, if you're born in the U.S., you're obviously a citizen. But if you weren't born here, how do you obtain citizenship? There are four fundamental ways in which people are entitled to U.S. citizenship. Citizenship by adoption. Citizenship by means of military service. Citizenship through naturalization and derivative citizenship. So citizenship through adoption. When considering United States citizenship via adoption, immigration lawyers can assist with prospective parents with every aspect of this process. In the simplest set, so long as the adoptive parents are U.S. citizens, the child is presently in the U.S., the child is under the age of 18 and is a lawful permanent resident, the adopted child will become a U.S. citizen. The hard work in citizenship by adoption is getting the child from his or her home country into the U.S. as a lawful permanent resident. Immigration lawyers can help parents file a lawful permanent residency as well. But the complicated and long lawful permanent resident or LPR process for adopting children outside of the U.S. is way beyond the scope of this podcast. However, If you want us to get into that, please shoot us a line and we will be happy to cover that in a future episode. So the second option is military service. If you're in the military and wish to be a United States citizen, you're fortunate. If you have served for at least a year in the armed forces and secured lawful permanent residency and apply for citizenship benefits while still in service or within six months of departing the armed forces, You're entitled to citizenship for the United States. Yet another way for military personnel to get U.S. citizenship is by finishing basic training. Upon conclusion of basic training, it's possible to be considered a citizen of the United States through an expedited naturalization procedure. And finally, since 2002, all non-U.S. citizens who honorably served in the armed forces after September 11, 2001, are able to immediately make an application for U.S. citizenship regardless of their lawful permanent resident status. 
The second way of becoming a U.S. citizen is through naturalization. This particular process is how many people become U.S. citizens. Achieving U.S. citizenship through naturalization is becoming a U.S. citizen after you've already been an LPR for a required time. If you were given a green card by means of marriage, the required period is three years. For everybody else, it's five as a lawful permanent resident. In addition, the naturalization requirements provide that you have had continuous residence in the, in the states and have paid taxes. Attorneys dealing in immigration can go over these and other aspects of the application process. For example, do you have enough time in the U.S.? Have you broken your residency by staying out of the U.S. for too long? Is that tax debt to the IRS going to be a problem? Now, many people become U.S. citizens through naturalization without the help of an immigration attorney, and they do it themselves. These people usually have simple cases, but it's always good to have an immigration lawyer on hand. A few clients have found that the process of getting citizenship reveals complications of which the candidate was unaware. For instance, problems with residency, issues relating to taxes, and complications in relation to criminal convictions. Legal representatives can deal with all of these problems. They can advise whether it makes sense to apply for citizenship now or perhaps you should wait. Another way immigration lawyers help with the naturalization process is by helping those who run into trouble with the process when they try to do it on their own. Sometimes the United States Citizenship and Immigration Service, USCIS, gives a naturalization applicant a request for additional evidence, or an RFE, about aspects of the application. Sometimes the USCIS will deny a naturalization request. In these instances, it is critical to get help from an experienced U.S. citizenship lawyer. Perhaps the applicant can successfully respond to the RFE or appeal the denial. Finally, the fourth way to become a U.S. citizen is derivative U.S. citizenship, or your father and mother help you become a citizen. The very last main citizenship class that immigration lawyers can help with is known as derivative citizenship. Derivative citizenship is a process in which a children derive citizenship from their mothers and fathers. So if you're born outside of the country and one or both of your parents are U.S. citizens, then you're potentially eligible for citizenship to the United States also. Even so, there are some conditions to qualifying for derivative citizenship. That's when an immigration lawyer is essential. They help people who believe they may be able to claim derivative citizenship and be a U.S. citizen by way of their parent's citizenship. An experienced immigration attorney can check out, evaluate an applicant's claim for citizenship to the United States. Furthermore, they help people who can derive citizenship through their mother and father make those applications with the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service or the United States Postal Office. Whether you're on the path to U.S. citizenship, an experienced immigration attorney may make the difference between success or failure in the complex applications. Indeed, you are eligible for naturalization and have an easy case. Most likely, you don't require legal counsel. But for tricky naturalization cases, or if you have to pick one of the various other options, an immigration lawyer will help your case go well. So consult with one right away. So now we just did a quick overview of the four ways to obtain U.S. citizenship by way of adoption, 
or military service or naturalization or citizenship through derivative. If you have any questions, the best thing to do is speak to an immigration lawyer. They are the best suited to answer any questions you may have and to help you with any hiccups in the process. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this informative and we hope that the useful information that we share made sense to you and that it helps you. If you want more information on this topic or any other immigration law topic, please visit us at www.immigrationlawofmt.com. Again, that's www.immigrationlawofmt.com. In most places in the world, You can possibly just search Montana Immigration Lawyers and we'll be the first hit, Immigration Law of Montana PC. We're on Facebook too. So contact us, like our page, and subscribe to our podcast.